In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Christ is in our midst. He was, is, and always shall be. Of all of our physical faculties, of all of our senses, it is said that the most cherished one is the ability to see. I think, though, that we here have had some issues with hearing, and I hope that that has improved some today. It sounds like it to me. But seeing is the sense that most would say is what they most cherish, what they most desire, what they most want. Even losing our hearing or our ability to speak or even our mobility, it is sight. Today, around us, there are so many who see with their eyes, but their hearts are blind. And this is the message of the gospel, of course. As our Lord Himself said on many occasions, and He said this in Mark chapter 8, verse 18, having eyes, they do not see. And He was speaking not only to those who were around Him at the time, the Pharisees and the scribes, and those who heard for hundreds and hundreds of years through the prophets about the Messiah, and He was there in front of them and spoke to them and was active among them, raised people from the dead, gave hearing to the deaf and sight to the blind, yet they did not see Him. How many of you have been to the Grand Canyon before? I went many, many years ago, many years ago, and it's been so long that I've forgotten somewhat what it looks like in person, but still in my memory, and this was 40, 50 years ago when we went, it, it's such a beautiful sight. There's a story I read about a tourist who went to the Grand Canyon and said to the guard that was there as they drove up, where's the golf course around here? Where can I go golf? And he was told, there isn't any golf course around here. Just look around. Here this man was in the presence of the most beautiful and awesome sight, the Grand Canyon, with all its colors and its distinctions and its depth and all the things in the Grand Canyon. Those of you who've been there know what I'm speaking about. And yet, he saw nothing. All he saw was what his mind and what he wanted to see, which was a golf course somewhere around. Having eyes, he saw not. Elizabeth Barrett Browning, an English poet, said, Earth's crammed with heaven, and every common bush of fire with God. But only he who sees takes off his shoes. The rest sit around and pluck blackberries. Only he who sees takes off his shoes. The trouble today is that while we are not physically blind, we are spiritually so. Our hearts and our souls do not see what is around us, not just the beauty of God's creation in inanimate objects, but the beauty of God's creation in the people that are around us. Seeing, really seeing, makes every day a new revelation of God. 
Emerson says, if the stars should appear but one night in a thousand years, how many people would believe and adore and preserve for many generations the memory of that one night of magic mystery? But we get used to it. Maybe not so much in the city, but if you live outside the city, we see the stars all the time. But we don't really see the beauty and the majesty and the glory of God's creation. Having eyes, we see not. And like the blind man in today's gospel lesson, we too, even though we may physically be able to see, all of us, all of us have impaired vision of the heart and the soul. That is the, the result of the fallen world we live in. All of us are in need of healing by Jesus Christ. For we are all blind in so many ways. There's a number of ways that we are blind. We are willfully blind. We choose to be blind. Much of the blindness that we have in our soul and in our spirit is willful. It's easy for us to shut out the world. And it's easy for us almost as a defense mechanism because of so much going on around us that we don't filter, we shut out. We close off to so much around us. We are blinded by so many things that we have, material possessions and successes in life and education and all these things. Not that they're bad in and of themselves, but we are blinded. Our, our spiritual sight is impaired, even clouded to the point that we do not see outside of our own world that we live in. This is a willful blindness. This is something that we choose for our life. All around us are people living in distress and despair. All around us, even in our own families, and yet, do we see them? Do we really see and sense and understand their suffering, their pain, their distress? Even more than the man that we heard about in today's gospel. Even more than this man who had been blind for many years. We need, we must seek the healing from the Lord and call out just as he did. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. We need our Lord to restore the sight of our souls, the sight of our lives, so that we can see those around us. And then there are other kinds of blindness that we suffer from. We refuse even to see the image of God that abides in every person around us. All of us are created in His image and in His likeness. And yet, how do we look upon God when we look upon our brother or our sister? Those who we know, those who we do not know, those who we may not like, but that is God. He is in each and every one of us. We are made and created in His image and likeness. We think oftentimes that we possess the truth and we reject the point of view of others. Father Anthony Conieri says, we, some of us are blind to the things that are close to us. We can see only what lies in the distance we are far-sighted. 
We can easily see our neighbor's sins, but not our own. How desperately we need to pray, Lord, let me receive my sight that I may see and remove the log that is in my own eye before I concern myself with a speck in my neighbor's or my brother's eyes. We see what we want to see. We hear, but we do not see. How much we need to pray just as this man who cried out, Lord, let me receive my sight that as I work to serve others, I may not be blind to the needs of my loved ones. And then we have spiritual blindness, willful blindness, blindness of other things around us, seeing God and others, and then spiritual blindness, not seeing God at all, not just in other people and other people, persons around us, but in nothing around us, nothing at all. Some people see God everywhere, and some people see Him nowhere. Some people, just as Thomas, say, unless I see Him and touch His side where the nails were in His hand or the spear was in His side, I will not believe. But what does the Lord say? Blessed are those who do not see and yet believe. We say often, Seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. And yet the message of this gospel is believing is seeing. Having a faith in Jesus Christ, when we don't see Him with our eyes, if we open up our souls and our hearts, we see Him everywhere. We receive Him in the Eucharist. We see Him in other people. We see Him in miracles that occur around us every day if we were looking with the eyes of our heart, if we were looking with our soul, if we were looking with the eyes of the Lord in the people, in the places, in the things, in the events that are around us. And perhaps we can say the same to those of us who are spiritually blind. We miss seeing God in the world because we do not have God in our hearts. Father Konieris goes on and says, we have failed to cultivate the vision of God. We have trained our eyes to see the things, to measure distances, to see all the things that are around us, but yet we have neglected the most important capacity that belongs to humankind, the capacity to see God through prayer and through worship. The daughter of Joseph Stalin, who I think everyone in history now would say was godless, or someone who did not see God in anything, but his daughter testified to having been like a blind person who suddenly was touched by Jesus, saw the light, and offered herself for baptism. Even in an environment where there was everything that she saw with her eyes that was rejection of God, even harmful to God's people. Her heart was opened, and she saw Jesus Christ, and she received the light, the illumination of baptism. 
in the scriptures, as we know, seeing is used many times in a symbolic way to indicate believing. In this gospel that we heard today, this is the very case. I close with saying that to miss Christ, this man did not miss Christ. He heard that he was coming and he wanted to see him with his heart. And he received his miracle of being able to see with his eyes. For us, to miss Christ is to miss all in our life. To see Christ, to see him, is to gain all. The Lord says, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. This is the door of our hearts. Will we open the door to see him, to receive him? Or will we continue or slam the door, even if we have, with our indifference? Or will we take advantage of the greatest opportunity, just as this man had in this gospel, to invite him in to our lives so that we may see others and see him and see him in others? Believing is seeing. Amen.